Tara. I'm Ryan. We love Disney movies. So we decided to watch them all, from Snow White to Encanto and beyond. Each episode, we'll watch a different Walt Disney Animated Studios film and tell you all about it. Did we like it? Does it hold up? Who's our favorite hero? Or villain? We'll give you history and fun facts about each movie. And sometimes we'll invite our friends to watch along with us. So put on your tiara. Or your evil crown. And join us on our adventure. This is Taryn Ryan's Princess Diaries. Buongiorno, fairy tale friends, and welcome to the most Italian version yet of Pinocchio Month. Our, I would agree with that. Our third episode today, mm-hmm. we will be talking about The Adventures of Pinocchio, 1996's Adventures of Pinocchio, which was a British production. With the one and only JTT, Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Mostly his voice. Mostly his voice till the very end, yes. But uh, the puppet look, oh. looked like him. Really, I didn't think the puppet. The puppet. Uh, the puppet looked spectacular, but I wouldn't have been like that's JTT. But I think it like was reminiscent of him. Like he had a round face, like JTT. I don't agree with that at all, but that's okay. Okay. But I do want to ask you about JTT because I feel like with the nostalgia and the general age of our the majority of our listeners. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people in that prime, and 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 fairy tale friends get back at on and back at us on this prime like JTT Devin Sawa was which who was Casper when he turned into a boy for like two <laughs> minutes yeah like that whole like tween early teen like heartthrob boy like yeah, it was, was a like big thing. teen teen bop or whatever what was that magazine there's some magazine i have zero idea there were probably a handful of magazines but i feel like jtt was on like all of them he was on like all the magazine covers he was on disney adventures covers right so here's my question for you was he on tara's wall or locker i or- don't think i had like posters of I'm like thinking back into my room. I don't think I ever put up like movie posters or posters of like like actors that I was into or whatever. But like I was into him in the sense of like I watched everything he was in. I saw this in the theater. I loved Home Improvement. I don't know that I had like a silly like giddy crush over him, but like I liked him. I like I don't know. I don't remember like crushing on him but maybe i did you instead had a picture of james gandolfini in your uh (laughs) in your locker is that what i'm what i'm getting from this no i just in general i didn't i don't think i really did that like with posters and things did you have friends that thought he was dreamy did jeremy have a yeah i'm pretty sure jeremy was very into him i know jeremy went and got his haircut like him i believe I mean, not from Pinocchio, but like his right. haircut and like is his haircut in Pinocchio. Is That's like, just a funny thing thinking about, like like something I don't think about with my heteronormative lifestyle. Like, if you're a gay person and you're in love with someone, you can make yourself look like that person. <laughs> like, you know, like you, yeah, I didn't try out and go like I'm going to go get Jessica Rabbit's haircut. Oh, or whatever, fair enough. I right? see what you're what saying. saying. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. There's like something to be said about about stealing their style. That's just an interesting thing. Yeah, I hadn't no, I just remember him being huge. Like everybody talked about him, and you know, we watched Home Improvement week to week. Like we always tuned in for Home Improvement, and so yeah, when this came out in the theater, we went and saw it in the theater, and I remember really enjoying it when I okay. saw. 
okay. in the theater. So you've seen it before. I had not seen it before. Yeah. Now, I don't think I had seen it since I was a child. I don't think I ever like right. revisited this movie since then. I'm pretty sure I didn't see it because so, 96, I would have been probably a freshman in high school. My brother was born that year, uh, so. Why would you do that? Like, why? <laughs> um, but, so I think this was prime thing for like, I'm not going to go watch a Jonathan. A, I was like, I'm not watching Pinocchio. And I'm not watching a Jonathan <laughs> Taylor Thomas. Was that? that was me in, in <laughs> freshman year. Um, I will say, you know, I think I've heard different, I've heard, you know, I've had a concept of this movie. I remember when it, the trailers and stuff when it came out. I remember the final, the, the near final line because I think it was in the trailer of now carve me a girlfriend because mm, yes. it was like who boy which is always funny to me that they could just like this is such a known you know part of the reason we're doing this is because this story has been retold so many times so many different ways yeah, drastically different ways yeah that you the, know the trailer just told you everything that happened yeah he becomes a real boy blah 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 yeah. plus they probably wanted to get JTT in the trailer to get more I would imagine Girls so, yes. Yeah. yeah, because really he's not in it until the very end. It's his no. voice, but like you don't see him until like the last five minutes. Now, we talked while we watched this. Let's first talk about the big difference in this one. Like I think with each one we're doing kind of a different style of storytelling. And this mm. one, the big thing in the way they portrayed Pinocchio was actually through a puppet. It was with Jim Henson's Creature Shop. Working on this puppet, I read. I think it took nine months to make this puppet, and wow. it had, it had, or like all the different versions, and it had anywhere up to twelve puppeteers. Oh wow! The puppet was fantastic. Absolutely, the puppet fantastic. was really cool to watch. Really interesting. The movements, uh, I loved. Uh, I had a note here. We're we're watching him. You know, he's created from wood. Okay, so we'll do a very like short story because it is similar, but it is different. Yeah, it's. it's but yeah. how Pinocchio is created is Geppetto carves this heart in a tree out in the forest, and it's him and uh, Le- Leonora, Leonora, who he's in love with, and we find out later his brother winds up marrying her. He didn't tell her. Yeah. enough time his brother proposes that kind of a thing but so it was like this love that he carves into this tree and that's where he goes to get the wood for all the puppets that he makes and so this tree gets struck by lightning and then that's kind of where the magic comes in and so that's how Pinocchio is created he carves him out of wood so there's no blue fairy in there's this no blue fairy in this and so you're learning through Pinocchio like he's learning how to live in the world and I do like him mimicking everything like well, figuring out how to talk you know again it's a very accelerated way of doing it but I love when they're walking together and they're holding hands in the cobblestone street of the like village or the town and he's mimicking all the different people who they mm-hmm. walk past and watching that from knowing that's a puppet is really cool. Yeah, on how like they did all of that. That's where I was going with right. the, the comment about that. But I also wanted to tell a little bit of the story in the it's beginning here. Clearly, a marionette that they've. I mean, I think this stuff is cool. Where it's the, the you know, we've talked a lot about tangible, um, uh, practical effects. Yeah, we then, talk about that in the Honey, I Shrunk the Kids episode specifically. Yeah. We go into that a little bit, and then bit. using that to like, okay, we're going to green screen out the puppeteers mm-hmm. is is a cool way to do it. I I think. One of the things you were talking about was he's very simple and he repeats things. I could not stand him when he first showed up and he was just like, pop it, pop it. And I'm like, oh my God, is he going to be like this the whole movie? Yeah. Because I think in Disney, he shows up as this, like he's got the vocality and like, he's like, I'm eight or whatever, but he's an idiot. 
He's very naive. Right. In this one, they do a better job of like, he's a newborn and he learns and gets to be a boy. And I kind of like that trajectory better. Well, he has a trajectory. I think the other one is just, I'm a puppet, now I'm a real boy. And this one, I feel like they build on it a little better. Now, it's not a huge like revelatory performance, but I I thought it was really cool. And I ended up, by the beginning, I was like, oh God, I'm going to hate this Pinocchio. And by the end, I was like, I really like this Pinocchio. Yeah, there are a lot of like charming, heartwarming things. I will say the story is very clunky. The story is like a little difficult. I think you said at one point, there's a good movie here. And I think you're right. I think that like the Geppetto, um, remind me who played him again? Martin Landau. Yes. His performance of Geppetto, I love this Geppetto. I I think he might be my favorite of the Geppettos so far. I love the OG Geppetto, but this Geppetto was so endearing, so charming. There was a little bit of comedy there as well. Like, he was funny. Uh, But yeah, so we meet, um, instead of Honest John and... Gideon. Gideon. It is Bibi Newworth. (laughs) Their names are like Volpe and... I wrote it down and... Felini, Felini, which is like feline, yeah. and Volpe is wolf, uh, is fox. So it's BB Newworth and Rob, Rob Schneider. Schneider is honestly, movie. you could have cut his character out and just had BB Newworth. I think or they do you think they, you need a they, duo? I think they needed to recast Rob Schneider. Mm, yeah, BB Newworth that. was the level of like what I wanted from this, and we got from I think Martin Landau. And Udo Udo Kier, who plays uh, their version of Stromboli, who is Lamborghini. That's not his name. No, uh, <laughs> L- name? Lorenzini. Lorenzini. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, their level of over the top theater. And don't sleep on Leonora either. Leonora I actually was very really good liked yes, her yes. too. She but plays a pretty big role. I think she did the best job of uh, an Italian accent. Uh, I think even Martin Lando was a little like corny with his Italian accent. Yeah. But I think they did a good job of the theatricality of these roles being like over the top, whereas Rob Schneider was just like, I was like, I can't stand him. Yeah, there were. That's the thing. The things I did not like in this movie, I hated. Like Pepe, who's supposed to be oh, Jiminy the Cricket. My he could have just been cut from the movie. We didn't need Pepe. Like we could have had Pinocchio. The, just the magic. It comes from this lightning in the tree, and he's just out on his out in the world learning. Right? Like we, I don't think we needed this conscience, quote unquote. He like, would in basically quotations. show up to just go. A better storyteller would be able to get across what Pinocchio was thinking. And what he was doing, and said he would show up and go, you need to do the right thing. And then like would tell eight kind of anachronistic jokes in kind of a genie from Aladdin manner. It was and weird. he was CGI, and they would kept doing this shot where he would jump on the camera like he was on Pinocchio's nose. And he was talking to Pinocchio, but he's right in the camera, so you get this ugly CGI monstrosity just as close as humanly possible. And... You know, 1080, uh, 1080p. It was very exciting. Blech. Yeah, but like he was just annoying I, as a character. Going back to the story being clunky, I think what we're going to learn from that is this is the story because it is like they're piecing together a narrative from a series of cautionary tales. Yes. That it was always like, it, it's almost like trying to do, do you ever read highlights for kids? Yeah. It's like if someone tried to do a goofus and gallant movie it's like Mm. there's no story there there's a characterization of these characters yeah but they don't have an arc and so i think that's why these stories are always clunky yeah 
I was trying to look up if this was in 3D because when you said, <laughs> I don't think it was. I don't think so either. But when you said like him coming so close to the camera and some of the things they did when Pinocchio lied and his nose got long felt like it could have lent itself yes. to a 3D movie. I, I don't think it was 3D, I but just I was just was, looking that up. I think it was bad filmmaking because I think the, yeah. thing that the worst thing this has going for it is this guy is trying, whoever the director is or, or lady, I'm assuming it's a guy. I can look that up while you're- Because I, I see in the 1996 Hollywood giving a mediocre man. Steve, yeah, oh, there sorry. You go. Steve Barron. Barron? B-A-R-R-O-N. Kind of Let me click on him and see what he's done. He's a British filmmaker. Oh, he did music videos for Billie Jean, Summer of 69, Run this to feels You. feels like a music video guy. Uh, yeah, a bunch of music videos. Like, there's a lot listed here. Take On Me, Africa. Because I feel like in the 90s is when they were giving a lot of video directors, like, their chance in movies like that's david fincher came from doing like vogue and stuff he has two movies before this that we like i think you're going to be surprised that he directed that what are they 1990 teenage mutant ninja turtles oh no so he's worked with jim henson before and okay. then 1993 Coneheads. okay is that like making sense for you now that you know those two? Kind of, or? but this is by far, like his yeah. direction of this is bad. I don't, it's been so, a while since it's easy. So that's, that's what's listed on Wikipedia. I did I, a very quick search. I think Coneheads is very underrated. Okay, anyway. Uh, yeah. There are so many shots that are done. It looked like they dropped the camera on the floor. He liked the way it looked, and he's like, this whole movie will be on the floor. And it's just like there's so many shots from so like B.B. Newworth. God bless her. If you shot me from that angle, it would be horrifying. And she looks stunning from like her navel up. Yeah, but like, it so, still like, isn't I mean, a great angle for her. It's not a great angle for no. Anybody. It's not a great angle for anyone. It's a terrible angle, and, and I, they shoot it that way over and over. And I think and over the again. idea was the POV was it's coming from Pinocchio, and he's so much shorter than everyone. But I don't think you needed to do that with it. And they do it I, all the time, whether Pinocchio's in the scene yes. or not. And I didn't, no- <laughs> I didn't notice it as much in the beginning, but the minute you said it was when BB um, Newworth was it when they were in the church when they first meet BB. Yeah, Newirth. oh, it's when they first meet her because you you see a part of her neck that I'm like, you're not supposed to see yeah, anyone no. from that angle. And again, she's very attractive, and it it's just not a good angle for anyone. And every single the character, cam- the director is doing her a disservice. Every single character or actor in this film was shot from that angle at some point in yeah. the movie. It's just, there's a lot of yeah. of bad shots like that. There's a lot of like madcap scenes where the action is so slow. Yeah. Like the scene with the baker, like they're moving so slow and it's supposed to like, I think I said this to you, feel like a Tom and Jerry cartoon. Yeah. And it was just, I was just like, okay, 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 come on, come on, come on. Like it was just felt like they were running through molasses. Well, and slow. that was a whole weird thing. I feel like that was a story that didn't, that didn't need to be in there. Like basically Pinocchio, I I get getting into mischief and stuff and he ruins this bakery basically because they chase him around and they smash everything. But then they go to like the high court and Geppetto has to either pay like 30,000, whatever the currency is. Yeah. Or he's three years in jail, which seems a little drastic. I mean, that's debtors. Yeah. If you want to get into the history I guess that's of, true. Yeah. <laughs> indebted servitude. Uh, fair enough. Yeah. And so that's when Lorenzini comes in because Lorenzini finds out from It BB- sounds like it's 
Lauren Zini. Oh, like, yes. like if someone's like, hi, I'm Lauren. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, you know, he is kind of coveting. He wants Pinocchio. He's seen Pinocchio in action. Uh, B.B. Newert's character and Rob Schneider kind of tip him like, you really want this puppet. He'll make you a fortune because he's got this whole puppeteer company. Well, that's another thing is like, nobody's super phased by the, they're like, oh, wow, you have a talking puppet. That's quite amazing I but like that's were, the i think they were amazed that geppetto made something yes. so advanced i guess they were like uh, people didn't really know what to make of it i guess i did like the bit where he was talking to the one guy and he's like he, he's like how do you do this he's like i don't know are they gonna burn me at the stake and he's like no 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 no. they don't do that anymore they might hang you like, yeah yeah yeah, like, yeah i thought that was so funny so so yeah so geppetto winds up saying you Lorenzini's like I will pay your fines yeah. if you give me the puppet and so that's how Pinocchio gets into like the puppet show which is a little bit like the Stromboli mm-hmm. like if you're following the it's Disney's storyline intense puppet show he's it in. is very like operatic it's yes. very very it feels intense like, it feels very like Les Miserables it's like yeah. there's like a revolution of some kind well going and on. the song that the is it a queen or a princess those puppets is it a queen and a king uh, that he I gives think so, them but yeah. but yeah her song i remember we must have had the soundtrack i'm sure oh yeah tara sang along a couple times yeah because i remembered that melody quite a bit uh which i didn't know i i knew until <laughs> i came on but so then that's like that part of the story and then at the same time you hear lorenzini saying we have to get all the boys to this puppet show uh and that doesn't really play out so much in that moment but later they're all in this cart uh horse and carriage kind of buggy thing that's how they get them to tear and that's uh, how they get it's called terra magica in this yeah pleasure Pleasure island Island. so that's how they get them there so you know trying to follow the beats of Mm -hmm. there are specific things that they take from the original story but then they add things that i don't know that they needed to add then they you know they cut certain characters but not others as far as the blue fairy i think you could have had her and not had pepe i like i don't know i liked i don't even think you needed the blue fairy or pepe but i i liked yeah i would agree with that i like that geppetto gave pinocchio to lorenzini like i like that idea like the whole scene was crazy but, like, something where he needed to give him to him and, like, basically... Because there's, there's a whole thing where Geppetto's like, I'm sorry I didn't, like... Because he starts off, he's like, I'm not your papa, I'm not your papa. Yeah. And it was just, like... Because the whole thing is about him letting love and, and admitting he has feelings for Pinocchio, for Leona, for all that. Yeah. So, like, I like the idea. It could have been done a different way, but I, I did kind of like that. Um, Let's, real quick, and... I mean, this is these are all going to be short ones, folks. Yeah, well, and then I would just say the last part oh, of the sorry. story that... Because how do they become donkeys in the original? There's this. Oh, they just they just turn, turn into, right. Eventually. In so this in, one, it's they have to drink from a fountain, and it turns you into how you're acting. So they're all acting like jackasses, and I can say that because this was rated G, and they said it in there. So I'm going to leave yeah. it in the podcast. So but the, he acts like a monster, and they throw him in the fountain, and he turns Lorenzini, into monster. So he turns into monster. Yeah. So uh, so that that's the other piece of where yeah. monster comes in eventually. And Geppetto, real ugly looking. Puppet. Yeah, and Geppetto thinks that uh, Pinocchio has gone out to sea because that's where his hat kind of floats or whatever. And that's why he goes out and then Pinocchio goes after him. And then the inside of Monstro was not very pleasing, um, aesthetically pleasing. Well, one thing (laughs) before we go into that was when they find Geppetto, he has made a marionette out of like (laughs) clamshells. And he's like, 
look out. Like he's like, it's so like, it's such a good, like two second scene of him being like, he's given this up. This is what I've done now. <laughs> well, the one in the original, remember he's like fishing and like he's made, we talked it, yeah, about made that too. Yeah, he a weekend too. out of it yeah. or something. He's like, ta- oh. I feel like we talked about that in that um, episode. But the other thing too is that humor of Geppetto I really like in the beginning too when yeah. he comes in with the wood before he's carved Pinocchio and he's like, don't all talk at once. And you know, and I, I, it was he just was very endearing, very charming character. He's, he's a he's a he's a lonely man, old man, but he's not pathetic. It's just like he's very solitary. He's solitary more than lonely. I think solitary is a better term because I think it's also some by choice because mm-hmm. it seems like everyone in the town they all know him. They all like yeah. know who he is and talk to him. Well, because all those you you're saying everyone's in the street playing with puppets all the time. Everyone, the whole town. <laughs> I did not say are that. So many puppets. Brian was so curious who his customers are besides Lorenzini. Because Lorenzini's like, I don't want to buy other puppets. I never buy your puppets. I want this puppet. And I was like, Well, then who are you selling puppets to if not the greatest puppet master in the whole? And I was village? saying that I'm sure at Christmas time and stuff, people will buy puppets from Geppetto. I, Is I, it an all-year-round job? I don't know. I mean, he's stocking up. <laughs> Birthdays, I guess, too. Uh, no, uh, I mean, okay. <laughs> uh, let's talk. Okay, let's talk about the inside of Monstro because yeah. it was really gooey. And when they try to climb out his blowhole, it looks like colonoscopy pictures. It was very <laughs> unfortunate. Uh, and Pinocchio's nose. I do like that he uses it to his advantage. He realizes when he tells a lie, his nose grows in a scene where he like follows the boys to school. And then he's like, uh, at first he says it and I'm like, why is he being so cruel to Geppetto? Oh, and says, then I'm I like, I hate you. And then yeah. you're like, what? And then his nose starts growing. And you're like, oh, got it. This makes sense. And it's a sweet moment of him like telling his father how much he missed him with the opposite way. Yeah. And then his nose breaks off and like, Monstro chokes to death on it. I guess, like, yeah, because it opens it up wide <laughs> one, enough that one they of can two get things: out. they've murdered a giant sea monster that will eventually wash ashore. Yeah, or it's still out there to this very day. Yeah, yeah. Like Pinocchio has created a monster; mm-hmm. it's an issue. Um, let's let's talk about. You know, I we've seen three of these now. Yeah, where would you rank them? I think this one's. If not number one, very close number two. I there's a lot I really like about the Disney's Pinocchio. I think piecemeal it's very good, but like altogether there's a lot of like yeesh stuff in it. Yeah. I remember us feeling like it was a little bonkers. I think, like all the stuff in it. But it's very beautiful. It's yes, well. Agreed. Made, agreed. Like the blue fairy it. is gorgeous in it and there's there's some really wonderful moments. I think this is very close second and then yeah. Emperor of the Night is a far third. Yeah, I would agree with that. Now as far as ranking, I think I was gonna say let's talk about a piecemeal. Let's let's rank oh, the Pinocchios. That's what yeah, 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 yeah. Um this is my favorite Pinocchio. Like the character. Same, 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 same. Uh with uh Disney as number two and <laughs> Uh, the other one far third. Yeah, agreed. Uh, your thoughts? Geppetto is this one is. For oh me. no, no, I was gonna say oh, the Pinocchio. I agree. Okay, Sorry, yeah, yeah, I said agreed, ranking. but I didn't know if you. Yeah. Uh, and then Geppetto's. Geppetto's would go this one, Disney's, and Pinocchio of Nightmares or whatever it's called. I I I think I agree. I remember really like I. <laughs> it's hard. I almost want to go and look up clips from. Disney's Pinocchio to see that Geppetto again because I remember us really enjoying that Geppetto 
But I just think this one had a story. This yeah, one had more to th- do. This one just had like gave you the feels. Like you felt for yeah. him, you laughed with him, you were upset for him. Like, and so I think that that he just was so much more of an endearing character to me. You said at the end of this, this was Geppetto's story, and I, I don't think it's fully Geppetto's story, but Geppetto has a story. Whereas yes, in Disney, yeah. it's like he wants Pinocchio. He sends Pinocchio on his way and then like disappears till the end. Yeah. And this one, it's like he's following him. He's dealing with stuff. He's searching for him. Mm-hmm. Let's rate the Jiminy Crickets because I think it goes Jiminy Cricket and then a giant huge chasm and then every other cricket ever and then G Willikers and then <laughs> Pepe. G Willikers was fine, I guess. I, I, I didn't G. know how Willi- good we had it with G Willikers, so I met Pepe. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of crazy, but I think I'm. I think I agree with you. Yeah. I like the whole time with Pepe. We were like, "Oh, shut up, Pepe!" Yeah. Or like, oh, "Go away." No, no, Pepe you were legitimately go going. He. Like he would say something like, "Hey, I'm stuck in this clam," and you go, "No, no one, one cares, cares Pepe." <laughs> Out loud, you would say it to this movie. Oh, no one cares. Like at the end, where it's like. JTT's having his moment and it's like, shut up. He just made no sense and he wasn't funny and he was And he came out of nowhere, right? Ugly. Like that's the other thing. Like the blue. Oh yeah, he just showed up like, I'm I'm your cricket. It's like, oh right, you're making a Pinocchio movie. There has to be a cricket. Yeah, like and that's the thing, is like Yeah, Jiminy Cricket felt like he had more he had much more of a presence in the original, Mm -hmm. in the Disney version. And this one, it just felt like he came out of nowhere and it was forced. They were like, we have to put a conscience character yeah. for Pinocchio in this. And I was like, I think Pinocchio is figuring it out on his own. Like, I think there was, a, like you said, I don't think you needed Pepe. He could have figured out that he got duped by a better storyteller would have, Newworth and, would have. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, uh, Jiminy Cricket in the first one is like the audience for the first like. 15 20 minutes like he's talking directly to the audience being like yes. are you seeing this like mm-hmm. it's it's he's the audience representative like of the story like i it's just he's and you know uh, potentially the best character to come out of that i think the one who's like had you know he's been in other stuff remember he's in fun and fancy free yeah yeah that that's things. right like, he's yeah. he's had like a longer became kind of like the Disney well, mascot before Tinkerbell. And I feel the song, like. When You Wish Upon a yeah, Star, yeah. also, you know, so much came out of that movie, even if it is a little bonkers with all the stories that are there. Absolutely. Um, uh, anything else we want to kind of rate? Like, I think this; those are the things that were like the most across. I think those are the things, yeah, that because we're not really rating villains, right? I, mean, I think we, we talk talked about, about that the last time. To, but yeah. No, I kind of like ranking the movies as a whole. The Geppettos and the Pinocchios, because I think we're gonna have those and three characters. Crickets. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think Jiminy Cricket might I think be we throughout. Have, I think we have two strong Jiminy Crickets coming up because it's what are what's next? It's so the next one we'll be watching is Robert Zemeckis's remake of the 1950s with Tom Hanks. Yes. Okay. And Joseph Gordon-Levitt doing the voice of Jiminy Cricket, though I think he's doing kind of an imitation. I see. But okay. he's charming enough. And then it's the Guillermo del Toro one where I believe Ewan McGregor is. Mm. So we've got some cricket. contenders potentially to, to mix things up. I arranged this in the hope that it was in ascending order of, of what I thought would be. I but think it's also the years they came out, right? Like, I mean. Ish. Yeah, I guess it yeah, is. Yeah, you yeah. are. I mean, I get that like you wanted this trajectory, but also that's kind of right. the trajectory of how the remakes have happened. Right. I, I will say. I think the next one might be 
Cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. I think it's oh, going to really? be nuts. Like, Good to know. There's some weird stuff I've seen in it. Like, I'll tell you one thing. When they're trying to get away from Monstro at the end, no spoiler because we've seen it, Pinocchio's feet start doing a windmill thing and he like motors the boat away. <laughs> like there's stuff like that. It is Good goofballs McGillicuddy as far as I could tell. But here's the thing. I think like we said at the beginning here somewhere in this episode, that is kind of the story of Pinocchio. There's a yeah. lot of like really bonkers situations that this puppet is put into. So I think you kind of yeah. have, you have to have, I don't know if it's Madcap, but you have to have some of that in there because that's kind of what's in the original. Mm-hmm. So if you, you know, but yeah, I'm actually really excited to see the other two. I was excited for this one as well because I loved it as a child. Yes. And I will say I came away with it like, I would put that on again. Would I watch it immediately? No, but if somebody was like, oh, hey, remember that movie? I'd like to see it again. I would probably put it on, right? I'm excited to watch clips from it once we get into our Jim Henson stuff and look yes. at like mm-hmm. how, like, because that puppet, like I said, the was, mechanics was, was of that really puppet. Amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I want to put it out to our listeners before we go. If you had a crush on JTT, we'd <laughs> love to hear you say something about it on the Facebook page or send us an email or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, otherwise, uh, we will see you next week for uh, the Disney remake of Pinocchio. All right. Take care, listeners. Thanks for listening to Tara and Ryan's Princess Diaries. If you've got a Disney story to share, a bone to pick with us, or just want to say hello, call the Princess Diaries hotline at 707-YO-TRPD1. That's 707-968-7731. You can send us an email at trprincessdiaries at gmail.com, tweet at us at trpdiaries on Twitter, or check out our Instagram at trprincessdiaries. Join the Facebook group to post Disney memes, vote in our Disney theme brackets, and meet other fairy tale friends. Facebook.com slash groups slash TR Princess Diaries. Tara and Ryan's Princess Diaries are available on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Wherever you hear us, please be our knight in shining armor and give us a five star review. Check out pods.link slash TR Princess Diaries for all the places you can find us on the web including how you can support us through our coffee account or our Redbubble merchandise store. Thanks again, and until next time, remember to always live happily ever after.